This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hello, once again, Pat's pals and Foxborough friends. We welcome you to the latest and, as we promise, always greatest episode of Six Rings and Football Things, a presentation of WEEI-FM, WEEI.com odyssey sports and 2400 sports this is your host your old pal nick fitzy stevens alongside the ultimate patriots hater himself (laughs) the master of quote tweet disaster the belichick doomsday speaker he of the hottest of all takes the one and only prime time at shime time chris shime What's up, Shime? How are you enjoying the glow of your recent anti-Patriots takes? People effing hate me. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, you and Andy uh, now refer to me as Stephen A. Shime in the group chat uh, <laughs> because I'm just I, I'm just sending out outlandish takes, apparently, according to the people, and the people are not happy with it at all. No. So just for contextual purposes, because context as well as content can always be king. And please do, if you ever have a comment, make sure you hit us up at FitzyGFY, at ShimeTime, S-C-H-E-I-M-T-I-M-E. And of course, at Six Rings Pod, we would love a follow. Please, of course, follow along with the podcast as well. Spotify, Apple Pods, Podbean, W-E-E-I, Odyssey app, wherever you get it. That's all good in the hood, my babies. Uh, we're glad to have you along as we head towards the 2022 season. Uh, as I said, context is king. And the context of this, of course, would be that Shime and I had a, um, a, a, a an energetic discussion, uh, shall we say, uh, a little bit. Ab- about uh, our frustrations towards Bill Belichick and his very Belichickian mannerisms this preseason, steaming towards kickoff in just a few weeks' time. I'm a little frustrated with the way that he's been handling some of his players in the sort of draconian Catholic school way, which, of course, I was quoted on once and many times. Shine went a little further and said that Belichick was being an a-hole and a dick, and uh, it was not necessary. Yep. There it is. I used the word dick. I didn't use the word a-hole. I did use the word dick. Uh, and, of course, uh, that was shared across our network. Uh, and shall we say the legion of the thin skins, if you will, Pats Nation, the people who I consider myself not only just a card-carrying member of, but sometimes a Mary Pied Piper and super fanboy, uh, you know, Foxborough fanboy, Patriots pajamas-wearing member, uh, you know, I'm a cheerleader. And, well, we'll get to all the comments later in the firestorm yeah, that ensued so from our good. last podcast, but I just wanted everyone to know, if you haven't listened, I would pause now, go back, give that a quick listen, whether you're on a commute, a treadmill, getting the kids to bed, working out in the basement, 
uh, woodworking, raking. I don't know. I don't care. Give it a listen. Come on back. You won't want to miss it. Okay. And as but- as people will find out in the second half of the podcast when we talk about this, uh, I went and read through every single comment. Every one of them. I read through all of them, and I have picked out the best ones. So I love it. Like I am. I I love this. So please, if you think if you think your hard words hurt, they're just funny. So go ahead, Fitzy. We'll do our own little version of mean tweets, if you will. We'll call <laughs> yes. it critical comments. Uh, and we'll share that after we get through our preview of the third and final pretend season football game, which is coming up. You're probably listening to this on a Friday morning, maybe Friday afternoon. You're pumped and jacked like everyone else who can't wait to get this friggin' preseason over with and just get into the actual action. You probably got some fantasy drafts coming up as well. So you'd like to see if there's anybody on the Patriots team worth drafting. You'd like a little progress from the Patriots. You'd like to see some offensive functionality. You'd like to see some defensive consistency. And that Mr. Shime time, Stephen A. Shime, the Stephen A-hole, if you will, of our podcast. That is what we look toward from the third preseason game. Patriots at, contractually obligated to say it this way, here it is, Friday night, 8.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from Allegiant Field, that gorgeous dome outside the Strip in Vegas with a giant TV on the outside and a nightclub in one of the end zones. Shime, I would like to ask you, uh, one, if you think we're going to see the starters, and number two, what are you going to have your good eye on and do you hope to see in this third and final preseason game? Yeah, so right off the bat, I, I'm apprehensive to to expect the starters, right? Because especially because yesterday in practice, a handful of guys got dinged up, right? I think it was Nelson Aguilar left the mm-hmm. field, Damian Harris left the field, mm-hmm. Isaiah Wynn. Like, the, yeah, the but if, it's, started- if, if the football is snapped, there's a good chance Isaiah Wynn's going to have to leave the field. I mean, Fair I enough. like the kid; he's very positive. He's got a he's got a winning smile. I've been rooting for him since he came out of Georgia, hoping that he would be the left tackle of the future. But he is fragile at this point. So I'm not surprised by him. But you can ill afford to lose your your lead back and arguably your best receiver, not named Jacoby Myers this preseason now, especially with Taquan Thornton out for eight to ten weeks. Yeah, so uh, th- as soon as I saw all these guys starting to get injured yesterday, I go, oh, Belichick's not going to play any of his starters. Now, we haven't a- heard official word on if Max starting or who's starting tomorrow's game, um, but I don't believe Belichick will play them specifically because he's scared of the injury bug at this point, but I think he needs to. I think the offense needs the reps. Um, we haven't seen them dominate against this Raiders team at all in 11 on 11. It's like they had a better day in day two for sure, but their first drive in day two was absolutely horrendous. Andrew Callahan did a good job of like tweeting out the play-by-play, but to quote him, he said um, 11 on 11, first first 11 on 11 for the Patriots, they bombed. Bombed. I remember reading that. You only say bombed like people read bombed and you think like, oh, Bombed at Mac must have been dropping bombs. Mac must have been, nope. uh, you know, going deep. Like, no, we're talking bombed like the first time you do stand up or every time I take the stage. We're yeah, talking bombed. This wasn't the outcast song Bombs Over Bad Dad. This yeah. was this was bad bombed. Bad um, bombs. This was you, this was the show closed before they got to intermission on opening night type of bad. Yeah, the, I'll, I'll read you exactly what happened. So Callahan laid it out for us. It went Stevenson run, Myers bubble screen, no gain. Sack, Myers bubble screen, sack, 
Hunter Henry catch, Montgomery inside run, timeout, incomplete Aguilar sack. That's uh, just as scripted. Two script. Uh, oh, once again, snaps. ah, the Belichick, they're feeling it out. Belichick's trying to figure out what's working and what's not. There's been so much what's not working as opposed to what's working this preseason. And I got to tell you, Shime, I've watched a lot of preseason football. You heard me waxing ecstatic just getting a flat-out preseason pants tent over Desmond Ritter in the previous podcast, watching him move so fluidly as the backup against – now, granted, it was the New York Jets, but, like, it's okay. You are legally allowed to play effective football in the preseason. There's nothing wrong with completing lots of passes and scoring the ball. Look at Daniel and Jones. Looking, He's completing 77% of his passes. That's Daniel effing Jones. Daniel right. effing Jones. And I got to tell you, I watched a little more pretend season football last night because, A, like I've said one and many a times, there is no methadone for football. I can never get enough, and I'm starting to get my hits now, and it's just absolutely delightful. And this is good recon for potential Patriots opponents, seeing what the rest of the league looks like. And what we may, uh, you know, these are little sneaky previews, as I like to say. Sneak previews of the upcoming season. Nice. Exactly. Um, While Mitchburg may win the job in Pittsburgh, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, outside of the true Trubiskites, if you will, the mutts out there, like the Trubisky believers, like Kenny Pickett also looks like he can play football. And this was supposed to be a very underwhelming football class. So I've seen people play even ones, twos, threes, competent levels of football. We've seen one nice drive from the Patriots so far, a bunch of joint practices where they've stalled out, sack incomplete, stuffed run, et cetera. And now both joint practices did start off the same. Uh, speaking of outcast, ice cold! <laughs> and then and then work their way back into it and finish stronger. Pressures from Judon and the defensive line. So they were able to sort of get it in gear. Uh, Josh McDaniels went so far as to say, that the Patriots were able to recognize and call out a lot of the plays because he's still using a lot of familiar terminology, what he having worked in Foxborough the last yep. 10 years as the offensive coordinator. So that was that was easy enough and encouraging to read. But there was not a lot of offensive consistency, and it seems like it was really only Mac to Jacoby, who he sang the praises of, saying he yep. wants him to be a Patriot for as long as he's there as well. I love that, and maybe that's one of the things we have to look forward to this season, but – I got to see those starters on Friday night for a couple series chime. Like they cannot only play two joint practices, one of which was an outright, you know, five points, you know, mid 1870s New York style Donnie Brook uh, against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and then against the Raiders, three series against the Panthers on a warm summer Friday night in Foxborough. And then expect that they're going to be ready for Jalen Waddle and Tariq Hill, and everyone else on that turbocharged, very fast, impressive-looking Miami Dolphins offense in a couple of weeks. I'm sorry. Like, they, they need more reps. I got to see the starters Friday night. Yeah, I am uh, I am not optimistic about week one. Uh, I just – it's – I need – you need to see the offense tomorrow night for sure. I think at least the defense feels like a relative known commodity to me at this time, right? It's because you're going to – that te- that defense is going to go as far as the front four takes them. It's going to be – we are going to send it at the quarterback as much as physically possible. If we can get through that, if there's a bad offensive line, we have a chance to dominate the game because I don't think the cornerbacks as evident of Jalen Mills getting absolutely bodied by Devontae Adams all week. I don't think we have the cornerbacks to, to, to keep up with top end receiver talent. Our linebackers aren't all that great. 
And our safeties are good, but the safeties only have so much of an impact on a game when those other two middle components aren't as good. So in my opinion, the front four is going to be what matters the most because if they're creating chaos and creating pressure, they don't even need to create sacks all the time. It's just creating that pressure allows the right. cornerbacks to right. A, be more aggressive, and B, it, it forces the quarterback to throw faster so the corners don't have to stay with guys like Devontae and Steph Diggs and Tyreek Hill as long. So it, it makes it a little easier for them. So in that regard, we know what the defense is. I know what to expect from them in the regular season, I think. Whereas the offense, you, you know what they were last year, but they're not that this year, at the at the very least. I think the biggest concern at this point seems to be the offensive line. That, that first drive right away, one, two, three sacks and a bubble screen for no gain sounds like bad blocking. Um, and that's... That's worrisome, especially because a young quarterback like Mac needs time in the pocket. He he's just this offense is not built like last year's Cincinnati Bengals. So if you're getting sacked a ton, you're not going to be able to still create those big plays and those chunk plays. You don't have Jamar Chase, you don't have T. Higgins. Hell, you barely have Tyler Boyd, and you definitely don't have Joe Mixon or Joe Burrow. So it's like you have to be very you have to be very concerned with where this offense is at as we're heading into the final preseason game tomorrow night and like things need need to turn around for that offense hopefully another week of practice before the regular season will help but at this point they are going to need a ton of help before they get going yeah we're not talking about a precision german or you know we're not talking about an italian sports car we're not talking no. about precision german you just need to be here. like a toyota with like a reliable I, you, car I was gonna say you gotta be a kia i that's yeah. all i need i just need a comfortable functional ride i can depend like, on so i can go from a to b and it's been sputtering and it's been in the shop and it's been tinkered with and there's been a lot of work done and the review the early reviews haven't been great i can tell you a bunch of things that i want to see the patriots go through do and challenge themselves with against the Raiders, which I believe to be the absolutely perfect team, considering that we believe that the Raiders are going to be a potential playoff team yep. and that this is a good offense with a middling defense, exactly so many of which there are in the AFC as well. So from an offensive standpoint, I want to see if this line can gain some ground against a pass rush and if they can hold their ground against two of the better pass rushers in the AFC in Max Crosby and former Patriot Chandler Jones. Uh, I want to see if they can run the ball as well. I want to see, I want to see them be able to like go on some long sustained drives. I don't want to just see like, you know, I don't want to see gadget plays. I certainly don't want to see dropped pass sack stuff, screen, bubble screen, you know, three, four and out. I would love to see one or two consistent drives. And from a defensive standpoint, as you and I have sung the praises of the Raiders as well, and the good offensive mind that Josh McDaniels is and the immense talent they have on that side of the ball. I want to see them be able to handle the quickness of Hunter Renfro. I yep. want to see in a game setting, Jalen Mills, who lost the first day to Devontae Adams, but stormed back and had a pretty good second day against him. I want to see Jalen Mills when it counts, when the lights are bright. Let's hope that the back doors don't get too tight. You got to have to deal with Darren Waller and the revamped linebacker core. You got a good running back in Josh Jacobs. Hell, you've even got a great third down back or an emerging one in Amir Abdullah, who seems to have kicked Kenyon Drake to the curb as well. All, and... Somebody who knows where you bury the bodies. Somebody who knows the way that you operate. You move and you tick like Josh McDaniel. So give me a little chess match. Give me a high-quality test against an above-average above average front, line, front seven on defense and a very potentially above-average offense in the Raiders. And that's the kind of tune-up you need to then take it back in the shop, 
close the hood, close the curtains, lock the door, lock the gates, get to work and get ready for September 11th. Yeah, you need it. And uh, I hope hopefully we get it tomorrow night. I have a feeling the Raiders probably won't play a lot of their starters just because um, uh, because they, this is their fourth preseason game, having played in the Hall of Fame game. All right. But, yeah, I mean, but you don't need Brian Hoyer, Bailey Zappi, Trey Nixon, like little Jordan Humphrey. No. We want him to make the team. Roster cutdowns are next Tuesday, August 30th at 4 p.m. So there's a battle for guys like potentially Cameron McGrone. Some spe- um, Ronnie Perkins caught the Foxborough flu. He's out for the season. We need to know who our backup guards and swing tackle or swing tackles are going to be on this team. Those yep. are the guys that need the extra playing time, long haul through all four quarters. First quarter, you got to get this offense going, Sean. You got to get it going. 100%. Even if it's against the the Raiders backups, you Fine. need guys out there getting reps at least for a couple drives. You need to see that the offense is productive and consistent and, and able to get any kind of chunk plays and not just sack stuffed at the line on a run, sack uh, stuffed on a no gain screen, screen dump off, check down, check that. You need chunk plays of some kind. You need some kind of consistency. Checkdowns are good when you're attacking down the field and you have and you just don't have that option on that play but over and over and over again checkdowns become monotonous and they don't gain you enough yards so ultimately you're going to need to see something out of out of the patriots tomorrow night yeah and you've got some time to game plan you've got some time to get things fluid and get it right you've got yep. time for trick plays gadgetry and chicanery but you're also going up against i'd posit three tougher defenses in Miami in Pittsburgh and at home, your opener September 25th against the Ravens. So you need you need the work. I hope we see the starters for at least two, if not three series. Hell, play them a whole quarter, and then we'll see what happens after that. What kind of concerns do you have heading into the preseason game? How do you think things will look? And if you've uh, listened to this podcast or you listen to the pod, then watch the game. Give us a call or share your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you guys at Six Rings Pod at Fitzy GFY at Shime Time, and of course. Email us questions, comments, and concerns. Six rings pod at gmail.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 